It's time for NRL Supercoach Roundtable Discussion. We go a little bit deeper in our quest for victory. Now, here's your hosts, Holly G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanson, and Andrew Mongo-Mongo. Yeah, and after a week's break, we've come back uh, fully refreshed, the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast, and Pete is back after missing two weeks back with a bit of a cold, and he's still not 100%, but um, powering on or fighting on through for us. Pete, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate, good. Yeah, it's soldiering on, mate, like a good tough front <laughs> roll with five to go in the grand final, eh? A bit of Mike Cooper about you. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> And we're hoping Ryan MS can be with us a bit later on during the show. He's been uh, held up with a couple of difficulties, but we'll just see how we go with that. But in the meantime, Pete, there's a lot to discuss. And I guess one question before we get right into it, the international round, I mean, I, I quite enjoyed it, um, but but it does feel like the momentum's gone away a bit from the, from the regular season and, and from Supercoach for that, for that matter. Yeah, I, I must admit I do... Missed the the regular rounds of the NRL during the uh, uh, the rep round, and um, I also miss it during Origin. Actually, strangely enough, I think it, um, you know, but it's it's sort of hard with first rugby league. They want to try and promote the comp and Origin and uh, and uh, the international footy, and with New Zealand winning again, um, and the the test matches held on the on the um, on the Gold Coast. And you've got to say they're doing a pretty good job, I guess. But, yeah, you do miss the regular rounds, that's for sure. Well, with those two weeks off for for a lot of um, players and, and the teams, I guess we've seen some mass changes around about with the fact of injuries, um, players coming back from injuries and other players getting injured in that rep round or suspended in the case mainly of Greg Bird. He's been the big one. But um, let, let's go through the games uh, um, this week because there's just so many things. And, and these are things, Pete, we've dis- we discussed today over the last month or so with some of these big-name players injured, thinking they might be out long-term. Term, but now we're hearing rumours that Adam Reynolds may yet play this week. Aiden Guerra has been named back, and let's go through it. Starting with the Friday night's games, it looks like um, for the Broncos, Darius Boyd um, is going to be a late inclusion. We've already seen Jordan Carr, who named, he's been out for an extended period, and even Jamie Soward may be back for the Panthers. So, uh, from a super coach perspective, how do we look at that? I mean, some of these guys like Boyd and Soward may not, you know, may not be players to play in their own right, but how will they affect other players? I mean, you've got to look at Matt Moylan for the Panthers, Ben Hunt and Anthony Milford for the Broncos, how they might benefit with these with these big-name players returning. Well, exactly. Let's say you've got uh, Corey Oates in your super in your super coach team this week. Yeah. He may not get a starting spot at all this week. Uh, if Boyd is back, he would appear to me to be the likely one to, to lose his spot. You would think that probably the Boyd would go to fullback and, and Kahu would... Uh, go to the wing spot with Lachlan Moranta retaining the other one. So mm. you do have this flow-on effect. Um, it says the latest headlines are that Darius Boyd is back. He hasn't been named in the starting team, but um, I got a, I've got a sneaking suspicion that he'll be there. And I think on the other side of the halfway line, I think Jay Sowd will be there for the Panthers too. Yeah, the Panthers, I guess they had a good win last start against Cronulla without both Wallace and Sowd, but they have missed... 
those experienced halves there and Moylan having to do a lot of work. Tyrone Peachy stepping up a bit too, but but it would be good for the Panthers to have him back and I think they'd take him at 50-60%. But with those sort of um, neck injuries, spinal injuries, you can't really take any chances. So that's um, something that, that, that I guess... In, not in Sauer's favour for playing. We're going to really have to look at that at game time. Um, probably will impact on Matt Moylan, um, but but the way he's been going, super coach wise, even though he's had the extra responsibility, it's made it more made him more of a target. His super coach points have held up pretty well, so so prob- probably not too worried one way or the other with him. I think with Boyd back, Ben Hunt gets a big. Um, uh, bump up for the Broncos. He's been very inconsistent this year, super coach wise. I think he's played quite well, but yeah, I think he's played quite well too. Though a couple of clubs sort of worked him out. Like he, his game against the Roosters was absolutely brilliant, mm. but then the, the Dragons very effectively shut him down. But that was consistent. I remember you saying that the, the Dragons were one of the clubs giving up the least amount of super, That's uh, right. super coach points. They're really targeting the halves all year, so you, you saw that happen in that game, and, and so. That was a bit of an outlier for Hunt, but he, you know, he probably wasn't at his best last game either. Um, but I, I think you'll, you'll see him get a step up. I think Jordan Kahu, one of those cheapies that you've probably got on your bench if you've stuck with him um, from the start of the year, um, you're probably not looking to play him this week. You're just hoping he gets a game and gets some more points um, up there and helping your price to on-sell him as we're reaching origin. But the Broncos do play in round 11, um, where a lot of teams have the buy. So maybe you know you want to hold on to a guy like Kahu and, and hope he gets um, gets a Guernsey for round 11. Uh, the Roosters um, one uh, the Roosters West Tigers game one player for the Roosters back surprisingly, so Aiden Guerra. Um, it's interesting, Pete. They've pretty much named their side the back to in their winning ways earlier in the year. The only change, obviously, Blake Ferguson's still out and yeah. um, Neem McDonald in with Kenny down moving to the centres. But they've, but guys like um, well Dylan Napa and um, CSO to to Kahayu, um, they've moved back to the bench, and um, Mitch Orbison's back as well. He's he's on the on the bench as well. And so Isaac Liu gets another opportunity in the stain lineup, and obviously Guerra back in the back row. Um, I guess I'll wait and see on these Roosters players, especially Guerra because of origin, but uh, it, it's a, you know, it is a surprise uh, return. I think it is, yeah. It, it does appear to be a little bit early, but um, he makes a hell of a difference to the Roosters. Um, yeah, if you've got him, you, you'd be glad that you didn't get rid of him while he's, while he's been off injured, you'd be hoping he'd be playing on Friday night. I think you'll you'll be in for a very big game if he plays, and I think it'd be be great one to have in your team. Like it appears as though he's playing. We just it's so hard to say these days with these last minute changes. But um, keep yeah. an eye on it. But I think I I think he's he's going to be playing. Yeah, I'm going to be um, looking out for that. And, of course, you can follow us on Twitter at SuperCoachPros. We're going to tweet out, as we do each and every week, um, any late changes. I think Aidan Guerra is going to be very 50-50. That, that's a remarkable recovery from from a jaw injury, even even if he didn't have surgery. But he's saying that he did. So he's pretty much um, coming straight back into full contact when the, when the injury's only just healed, which what we uh, understand to be quite risky. So uh, we'll see what happens there. The West Tigers, um, Deloise Hoyter, the cheapy. Uh, he could be an interesting pick-up with the um, good buy rounds for the Tigers coming ahead. Tim Simona has been ruled out, a guy you might have targeted. Um, in fact, we've got a Twitter question. We'll talk about Simona a bit later on in the show. But um, Hoyter could be, could be one there. 
Tigers do play in round 11. They've got the buy in round 12. So that does help um, if you're interested in trying to make a quick bit of cash and have, have a player ready for round 11. Um, Canberra v the Gold Coast. An interesting one, Kieran Mosley, Pete. He's um, been given the starting spot with Bo Falloon out and um, starting potentially to make you a bit of money on the back of a good uh, round uh, two weeks back. Yeah, um, he's getting his opportunity up there on the Gold Coast with uh, not only Bo Falloon missing, but also Ryan Simpkins went down with an ACL there a few weeks ago. So um, if you've got him, you'd be pretty happy, I think. Um, I think the Titans will actually... Um, oh, it's going to be a great game down there between these two clubs that no yeah, one really yeah. expected to, to do at all. Um, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if he scores quite a few points, actually. Good young player and... Uh, yeah, he's got a great forward pack around him. I see if he can feed off blokes like uh, like Aiden Caesar as well. I think he'll, he'll be in for a good game. Played extra minutes, of course, um, last the game against the Warriors. Um, but Daniel Mortimer has actually been named on, on a five-man bench. So that could that could decide whether he plays a full 80 or not. And another player, or two players, I think, are going to be very interesting guys to look at picking up this week. Kane LG, a break-even of uh, minus 64 after that big game um, last round. And Shannon Boyd for the Raiders, uh, he's a big bopper, Pete, and uh, we talked about him a little bit on this show, on, on, on the last couple of shows, but he really, he looks he looks a good thing. And, and I know the Raiders don't have the best um, buy schedules, um, but they do play in round 11, so it might be worth consideration. Absolutely, mate. Now this bloke is uh, is dynamite. He's built. He's the the prototype of the modern modern footballer, really. Mm. Just big unit, mobile and fast. And no, I think he'd be well worth a good pickup. The Raiders are known for producing these big boppers, um, and particularly with Sh- with Dane Tilsit uh, gone now, a little bit more time, a little bit more game time, a little bit more responsibility falls on the shoulders of these younger blokes like Shannon Boyd. And no, I think I'd, I think he'd be a decent pickup. Yeah, if he can get forty minutes, I think I think super coach wise you're gonna get you're gonna get a fair bit in return. That, that's really the key there, just watching his minutes. And I mean he's had a couple of tries, that's helped his numbers, admittedly, but look, he can get over the line. That's that's the beauty of it. That's right. He's well established in the team now. Like a couple of uh of younger blokes sometimes I'll put him in for like I think it was Jared Wallace for the Broncos, one of the young Broncos earlier this year. Paid fifty six minutes one week and then twenty four the next and you think well, hang on a minute here, and then he went back to fifty the next week. So it's yeah. But I think someone like Boyd will will get certainly more consistent game time. Yeah, definitely one to watch. If not, um, being it bring into your lineup the Cronulla Warriors game. Um, Sia Fecky, unfortunately, has got an in, indefinite injury, and that allows Ben Barber to come back to fullback. That could affect Valentine Holmes. Now he's stuck out on the wing, potentially even more of the game. Michael Gordon is on the other wing, so interesting. Maybe they'll swap between all three. Who really knows how the Sharks are going to play that one? Um, and Andrew Fafita returns. That'll be an interesting one. Um, I guess looking from an origin perspective too, Pete, we're going to do our teams next week and really get in the nitty-gritty. But but here's a guy that you'd think would be considered for origin, but he's been in and out of the Cronulla team, and, and who knows, he might not He might not get a go. Um, no, absolutely. I, I don't think he will um, at all. Um, just uh, in general form hasn't been consistent enough. Now, he hasn't looked real good since... Um, since that uh, Canterbury um, yeah. offer last year, to be yeah. quite honest. I don't think he's really played to his potential at all, unfortunately. 
if they can get the best out of him, he's, a, he's one of the best forwards in the comp. But when he's not, he's not. So yeah. I think he's a big risk. Yeah, and the Sharks still have buys in round 11 and 14, so it doesn't help you much for your Supercoach no. team. I mean, I guess one thing we talked about, I think, the show before last, that sometimes with... Um, these origin players, you think, oh, well, they've got their buys on the on the origin weeks, but they end up missing the week after anyway because of hangovers for, you know, niggling injuries or needing rest if they're forward. So at least if Fafita's not picked for origin, you know he's going to be good to play in rounds 12 and, and 15. Um, and, he, and he may end up playing round 17. The Sharks have to play in round 17. But, yeah, it's one it's one to look out for. You probably want to see a bit more out of him. He's certainly been a disappointment super coach wise so far this year, as has Conrad Durrell, who's been named for the Warriors um, there in the centres. But um, again, he really... dropped there a few weeks ago, yeah. missed a game. So yeah. hopefully the, the coach might just put the rocket up him, and he may well get the best out of him. Once again, this bloke can score a few points for him, a super coach as well. But Oh, super, you know, he's been a super coach regular the last couple yeah. of years, but he's really been, he's been unable to get on the park, and whether it be through injury or form or, yeah, just cannot get on the park. And and Solomon Akata, I mean, he's a similar type of player, and he's playing so well there for the Warriors. I, I mean, now they're both named in the centres. Could be interesting to see how they go together, but it would be, yeah, it will it, be. It's um, you t- take Carter on current form, you'd have to when you consistency wise, you know that. That Harrell's sort of sitting there like a volcano, and you know that when he explodes, he's, he's and it could be against a team like Cronulla. Um, yeah, yeah, and and that's something to keep an eye on. But again, it, you know, with so many other good options out there, and the Warriors not having good buy weeks as far as trying to pick super coach players from the Warriors. I just don't know if you can can go down that road. They they do play in rounds in round fourteen, but the buy round eleven and another one in seventeen for them. The, uh, the international round last weekend, sorry, mate, um, okay. may well work out very well for the Warriors, though, because uh, I think Sean Johnson played by far his best game of the year last week against um, Australia. Mm. And I think if he really comes to the fore for the Warriors, then your blokes like Harrell and Carter will feed off of that and their, and their numbers will consequently improve. Yeah, Michael Innes had a very interesting point about uh, Sean Johnson's play uh, last week. He, he tipped him to have a big game because of the fact that Isaac Luke is at hooker and, and the yeah. go forward that Luke brings New Zealand helps a guy like Sean Johnson, whereas whereas the Warriors don't really have that. In Lula, is still learning his craft at, at dummy yeah. half, who's now taken over from Nathan Friend, who's more, you know, of that, you know, than the sort of hard working. Uh, mm. number nine rather than that sort of speedy zippy number oh, nine yeah. so until the Warriors can solve that dilemma there I think you'll see Sean Johnson um, continue to sort of not quite play at that standard mm. that we know that he's capable of and that is an interesting point because over origin he plays both positions he kicks goals we know he's not available for origin he's always a, a big picker a lot of a lot of super coach owners love to go Johnson from word go but this year, under under this format, without that dominant number nine, um, we have seen him take a step back, and not sure if if that will change. Even though he has had have has hit some form, uh, like you said, Pete, during um, that um, test big test win by New Zealand. Let's look at the um, the next game, the Cowboys Bulldogs, because the Cowboys have been hit pretty hard. Not only uh, Jason Tamalolo out looks like could be long term. 
um, from that game two weeks back. But Scott Bolton, well, he got the hook literally. He got a fishing hook in his hand, and he's out for, I think it's eight to ten weeks. That's and Tautai Moga's also out. So some interesting changes there, and, and they've named um, three hookers. It's a great matchup for the hooker against the um, Bulldogs, but it's... Um, yeah, Jake Granville is the hooker for the Cowboys. He's up against, of course, um, Michael Leacher, so it would be a great battle between those two fellows. I'm just wondering if Granville, um, although whether he'll get full game time, because Ray Thompson was very good in Granville's absence uh, two weeks back. Granville went off very early with um, a yeah. concussion-like injury. And then, of course, Roy Costiason's been named again. Um, so that I don't quite know how that dynamic's going to work up there. Yeah, you would think, like, they've got a five-man bench at the moment. You would mm. think that one of those two would drop off the bench and you yeah. would favour Cost Jason just looking at the makeup of the bench. But, yeah, it does um, It does seem strange to pick three dummy halves in your, in your squad. It is. And the Bulldogs welcome back uh, Josh Morris and David Clemmer but lose Josh Reynolds due to that suspension that he uh, copped from the city-country game. Um I think Clemmer's an interesting one here. He's probably playing for an origin spot, Pete. And supercoach-wise, if you held on to him after that three-week suspension, um, he's due for a big bump because he did have a big game in that match. He's a he's, uh, good Friday match against um, Souths. So he'll get a nice price rise for you this week regardless, but he could have another big game. Yeah, I think so. Um, he only made his test debut last year and... Um, I heard he, he was interviewed while suspended, and yeah, he's pretty disappointed and regretful about what happened on Good Friday, as he should be. Mm. Um, and yeah, and no, I think pretty determined to come back. So if you've got him, yeah, I think you'd be, you would have been silly to let him go. Put it that way, for, particularly for such a short period. Quality yeah. player, and he'll f- feed off Tolman as well. Has been outstanding. Yeah, but if you've got him, you're probably hoping he doesn't get picked for origin because, of course, the dogs yeah. don't have a buy in round eleven. They play, so he's he's a guy you might be hoping that you stick, you know, in, in your 13 or 17 there in, in round 11. That's going to be a tough one to fill all 17 yeah. spots. The Bulldogs, the Bulldogs, sorry, could miss four or five players depending on form there, particularly with uh, yeah. uh, Tony Williams, Josh Jackson, David Clemmer, Josh Trent Hodgkinson and Josh Morris could all be missing. And Josh Reynolds. Yes, yeah. Potentially sticks, in fact. So, yeah, that's interesting. And, and um, I'll tell you what, one of the other guys who's playing really well for them hasn't been named yet. I don't, I, I couldn't see him breaking into the Queensland back line yet, but uh, Curtis Rona, he's been very good for them. He, yeah, he has been great for them. It would have been a nice cheap pickup at the beginning of the year too, I dare say. Yeah, yeah. he had those couple of games for the Cowboys uh, where he, he yeah. pressed last year and, and astute um, supercoach owners might have... Uh, taken that and ran with it he certainly has been playing well and and breaking the mould a bit in some of those games where we thought the dogs would would not score as well um, he was the one that would continue up with consistent results for most of those games anyway not all but but most so he's been quite a consistent performer for you and any centre and winger that can stay consistent um, in super coach or reasonably consistent is worth having and two other guys speaking of these um, consistent centre and wingers for, play for Newcastle, Dane Gagai and, and Joseph Lalia, and the main reason why they can put up those super coach points is because Newcastle give them a lot of ball because they don't have a lot of playmaking in the halves like other teams, so they have to go a bit wider. And these two guys have got a great matchup against Manly this week. Manly have been horrible against super coach, um, uh, giving up super coach points, particularly to opposition backline members. So 
Gagai and Lua could be interesting choices, Pete, as well as the fact that the Knights play in round 11. Yeah, well, um, it, it, it is a very good point. You talk about lack of creativity in the halves um, for, for, the, for the Knights. But Dane Gagai, there are rumours about his future at Newcastle, actually, as to whether Bennett was trying to uh, uh, get him for Brisbane next year. But, um, no, he's had a great season, um, making a lot of ground, and he scored a couple of tries for a couple of the games that I... I listen to closely for Newcastle, and Joseph Lelia has been in, in very good form as well. You also got Uate working with them as well, so it's a good little threesome there in the Newcastle back line. Um, but no, um, both players uh, were worth having, not exactly in the star quality lineup. Uh, Gagai, Queensland selectors have been known to pick, um, yeah. to pick young blokes they think that can make it. Um, you know, that they pick his quality from very early on, so from example, Darius Boyd. Um, don't gag guy. It'd be an outside chance of the Queensland team, just depending on maybe if you get an injury or two. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I agree because at the moment you're looking. Chambers surely gets a Guernsey because he have to, wouldn't he? Pick yeah. for Australia. He's been in great form. You'd think that'd stick with Justin Hodges, and obviously Billy Slater's back this week too. Um, we'll get to him in a moment. Um, and Greg Inglis, obviously, you've got to fit in that back line somewhere too. So if Darius Boyd, then that pretty much names itself. Yeah, but maybe yeah. you look at Dane Gagai as, as, a, as a winger, if, if not Boyd. Yeah. It's not, it's not out of the question. So that's something you've probably got to consider. And he's a little bit stepping back. Where Lelua's had a couple of um, better rounds recently. So maybe mm. the price is, is, is also tempting you to, to Lelua um, there. But, but definitely... Um, if you want to jump on, on either of those players for origin period, then this is the week to bring him in because of that great matchup this week, of course. Um, Parramatta-Melbourne, a big one that we're going to talk about in a bit more detail shortly on the Twitter questions, but Semi-Rad Raja has um, been named, but amazingly, um, the three-try three hero, Barita Faramo, has been dropped, as has John Falau, a big cheapie that many Supercage owners yeah. picked up a month uh. ago. I was shocked by that one. I'm, I'm very surprised that uh, the Eels have dropped him. I thought his his form, you know, on the field and with uh, uh, with Supercoach had been very good. Yeah, yeah. Supercoach for um, the coach of Parramatta doesn't care about Supercoach, but uh, <laughs> unfortunately, but um, yeah, I'm surprised. I think he's a quality player, and I think they should show a bit of patience with him and keep him in the team. To be quite honest, I think he's a a better option on the wing than Ryan Morgan, for example. But um... yeah, there's no doubt he's got he's got he's got a lot to learn about the game, and I do understand. Oh, look, Ryan Morgan's been named on the wing. He, I, I'd be very surprised if he plays wing. A great combination had been formed earlier in the year between Brad Takarangi and Reese Robinson on the right edge, and I think they'll be trying to reform that. Yeah. And so Red Raja will move back to the left wing. And I think you'll find Will Hopawati will go back to fullback with Morgan. He's a, quite a good defensive centre, and and you know he holds his own in attack. Yeah. I think I think Parramatta they're looking for a bit more toughness and a bit more steel, and maybe a bit more nous. And they you know John John Flowers still got to work on that. Now it's a tough it's, it is a tough one as Super Coach owners. You know we had a few options. Um, I think when the the three big name or three big cheapies all on that same weekend uh, or same week, you and Aitken, John Flowers, and Kyle Lovett, and Really, the it's been an up and down roller coaster ride for Falau owners. I think Kyle Lovett. You, okay, you got the the start. You got what you hoped out of, out of him. It looks like he'll continue to be picked, but he's not putting up big numbers. Um, and you and Aitken, 
yeah, probably he's turned out to be the best of the three because um, he does have that upside week to week and still not horrible even on his down week. So it's interesting to follow these three players as, as the season um, progresses because that week, you know, they were all very highly sought after and, and obviously three into two doesn't go in anyone's lineup. So it, it's one of those things we – it's a great learning experience. We're always learning with Supercoach, you know, what about <laughs> things and – you know, nothing better than to watch three players in identical positions earlier in the year and, and three very different paths they've taken. It might be interesting to have a look at Richie Faz, so coming back again this week after his um, terrible neck injury when no one thought he was going to play again, and then he came back for five minutes against Newcastle and was gone again. And uh, it be interesting to see how he goes, how many minutes he gets. He might be something you can keep an eye on for the future. All the Parramatta players, of course, their buyers are in... Um, Rounds 15 and 18, so they're great pickups over Origin, but we mm. haven't seen a lot out of most of these mm. most of these players, um, unfortunately. And, Question um, there for Parramatta: Would uh, Anthony Watmo still be a chance of getting selected for New South Wales? Yeah, I, I don't. He hasn't been in good form. I, I'd be really shocked if he got picked. Yeah. If he got picked, but but Supercoach wise as well, he hasn't been in good enough form. So he probably shouldn't be in your lineup if if he is. Um, so probably you're probably not worried either <laughs> either way because he has has taken a, a big step back with that move over from Manly this year. Certainly, um, I, I'd be shocked if he got named. I mean, I know that New South Wales have got a few injuries, but um, that would that would shock me if, if he got picked. But you know, horses for courses. I mean, these mm. are guys that have done it before, and um, right. you, you know, you couldn't argue it. Yeah, been one of the first picks for the last few years. It'd be an interesting one. And finally, oh, well, I did also say Billy Slater being named back there for Melbourne. Um, we'll watch that one, and Cameron Munster will make way. So if you did pick up Munster, it was a short but sweet, but you probably made a bit of money out of him. But, you know, who knows? Uh, what, these things can happen where, whereby um, Slater's name ends up not playing. You might get another week out of Munster, so you may not want to trade him out just yet. Another one for the for the Twitter, at Supercoach Pros, where we'll give you that late team information and the Monday night game is going to be the big one Pete because John Sutton's been named for South but Adam Reynolds is going to attempt to pass a fitness test and you're hearing he's he's probably going to play yeah the suspicion is there's a lot of rumours around it this Mm. week but if anyone has seen South Sydney the last few weeks realise that they they don't seem to be able to um, they don't play too well without him Uh, they've lost some close games they shouldn't have and I think if Adam Reynolds is anywhere near fit, that will be playing him. Uh, the, the the so it is something to watch out for if you've got him in your team. It, it's so tricky it being a Monday night game though. Um, you leave him, you do select him, and then he doesn't play. Then you you sort of hamstrung. But I yeah, you need you, you need to be on your bench, probably one of your four reserves. You probably could. Yeah, I think so. I think that'd be sort of like enough. having a bet each way. But yeah, I tend to agree with you. I'd put him on the bench. Hopefully um, you've got someone from Souths or St George that's also on your bench that you can make that late sub for. That's right. Um, Sutton um, appears to be a more definite starter and he will make a massive difference to there. Once again, um, you'd expect players, perhaps like Dylan Walker, to score a few more points, Bryson Goodwin, Alex Johnston, these blokes that, uh, that feed off these, uh, feed off Sutton and uh, Adam Reynolds. Yeah, Souths... Um got good buy rounds as far as um, non-origin players so if you've got players like um, Isaac Luke the Burgess brothers etc you're probably 
load it up potentially on South's players, but this is a terrible matchup. The Dragons have been very tough to score supercoach points against. Um, so prob- probably if you've got a lot of South's players in your team, you're thinking, well, where else can I go this week and, and I'll keep them but for future weeks. So that's another reason maybe to pass on Adam Reynolds if he still is in your team for one more week and just mm. sit him as a non-playing reserve and then hope he plays and gets through the game and, and you know, plays all right and then next week he... He, yeah, he's back in your lineup for you, um, and the and the Bulldogs. You're also hearing. Um, I mean, the Dragons. Sorry, you were also hearing Josh Dugan might be play, yeah, playing. Yeah, although he's not named. I have my suspicions about this one. I think that uh, you're playing a little bit of ducks and drakes with Dugan. I think that um, I don't. I, I don't think the knee injury was all that bad. They say he's only out for a week, and I think if I can, I can get him close. So they've got till Monday night. It's not like it's tomorrow night, so it gives him an extra, a little bit extra time. Um, I have a sneaking suspicion that he'll play. Once again, it's very, very risky to pick him. Um, once again, you might be better off just putting him on your bench, just as a, just as a bit of a well, saver. But if he plays, then you, if tell, he plays, you're a genius. I tell you, the other person who affects is Edo Nabuli. And a lot of people would have picked yeah. him up at the start of the year. He's done quite well for you. Then he's not named because Peter Matoudi has been playing very well for the Dragons. He's been named at fullback. But if if Dugan plays, Nabuli will probably be the one that makes way. So if you, if you're thinking, oh great, Nabuli's back, I'll put him straight back into my lineup off my bench. Maybe think again with that news because um, again the Monday night game you don't really have anywhere else to go unless you own both Dugan and Nabuli, and then you can just um, pick whoever ends up playing. Um, you're probably better off finding another option that plays earlier in the round. Yeah, I think also, I think, uh, personally, I thought Nabil was a bit unlucky to miss out in the Anzac Day game. I thought his form would be very, very good. Mm. Um, earlier in the year, just as a little side note, with your points, if you've got Peter Mataratia in your team, uh, the second round he played fullback uh, in place of Dugan against the West Tigers and had a bit of a shocker. Mm. He was not great under the high ball, so there might be something to think about if you've got him in your team also. Yeah, well, he's only a young guy. I think he's got mm. improvement, and he's probably he's got, got more talent. upside than Nabuli. And I, I just think from from what I've seen, I think McGregor's going to go with Matadia over Nabuli. I think, if it's between the two. But obviously with Dugan out, that, you know, name down anyway, that that you know, they both will play. But if Dugan's a late inclusion, I, I just got a feeling that it'll be Nabuli that will make yeah. Make way from what I've seen, and and what and also the potential that Mataudia has um, probably outweighs Nabuli's um, potential. That well, it would make sense based on the um, on the Anzac Day game because, as, as we said, Nabuli was uh, made way for yeah, uh, matter of fear. Then um, this is the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast. Just Pete and I with you, with you this week. Uh, normally joined by Ryan. Ryan and I do the the um, review show on a Sunday as well. Um, you can download these on iTunes or on the website um, www.supercoachpros.com that's supercoachpros.com A lot of other great info up on the website. We've got the match recaps, the round previews where we go through every every game and have a look at different players that get upgrades or, or you know good players to, to play or sit. Ryan MS does his ones to watch. Pete, you're going to have up your Pete's profits tomorrow as well. Will do. Friday. We record this obviously on a Thursday, so you have it up on a Friday. 
Um, so that can help you with tipping or footy tab or whatever you like to do with, with that information. And um, we do upgrades, downgrades each after each round as well. And, of course, you find these podcasts, plenty of great information. And the other big thing, um, and if you don't already do this, is to follow us on Twitter, at SuperCoachPros. And that's what um, Christian Piggott does, and he's put in a request. We've got a few questions this week we'll read through from some of our Twitter followers. And, of course, we not only tweet out before each game with the late changes, but we also take your Twitter questions for the Roundtable podcast show. And Christian's asked a few questions. Uh, John Asiata, he started with, um, be named for the Cowboys with Tamalolo and Bolton out, named Locke. Hasn't put up really big numbers um, this this year so far, coming off the bench when he has been named in the starting lineup. Um, but obviously opportunity it can be everything in the game. And, um, you know, he, he's 150,500 uh, is quite quite cheap. Pete, his, high, his best score was round five. He got 43. Um, hasn't done much the last three weeks. Uh, I would say, especially the fact that he's would have to get a very high break even. Um, well, not a high break even because he's not at, not at a high cost, but certainly, you know, he'd need a big score to sort of really jump in one round. Maybe he's more for the watch list. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, if he's not going to score points like in those previous few rounds where the Cowboys were doing so well, um, then I don't really think that he's going to be a, a big scorer for you. He will, uh, his but, minutes will go a lot, go up quite a bit, but because with Bolton and Hannock coming off that bench and Tamo and Scott playing a lot of minutes, there wasn't really room, was there, for, for anyone else when Asiata no. was named. But, but now you would think he'll get 50 minutes. You would, you would think so. It will be interesting to see how that how that works, but personally, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be buying him, at, at putting him into my side at this stage. I, I just also wonder because Hannon is still named on the bench, and that and that could be interesting in regards to um, kind of like how Brisbane do it, where they want to have one of their better players still coming off the bench if they can. They've had you know Ty Day rather controversially for a while this year. I think Matt Gillett did the first game. Uh, Adam Blair's had a couple off the bench because Bennett likes to have that sort of consistency of not just having all these big names needing a rest at the same time. And I would say that Paul Green's looking like that as well. With Tamau and Scott out there, he's holding Hannett back. And, and you'll find with North Queensland, Scott plays a lot of minutes in particular. He won't be off for long. And that may eat into Asiata as well. Chris yeah. has also asked about Cooper and Lowe, the back rowers. Now, they'll play 80 minutes. That's right. And um, that also could eat into Asiata. But, but as picks for themselves, I, you know, Lowe we've talked about all year. And Gavin Cooper's coming back. I mean, and anyone that I guess is that, you know, Cooper, last year we saw him get those balls from Thurston running in for some tries, helping to bump That's up right. his numbers. Um, this year Lowe's done it more. But, you know, there's some good matchups coming up, or half-decent matchups anyway. I mean, Lowe's got a high floor he's you know we're, we're seeing him we're projecting him to get in the 60s pretty much each round for the next few rounds Cooper maybe not so much but but you know he got 57 last round he's had 83 rounds back and he's starting to hit some form yeah I agree I think particularly there is very much a trend uh, for, as you say for the second rowers across a lot of the teams in NRL to play 80 minutes and it's more you your props and your lock, because as we know these days, the lock is playing like a third prop a lot yeah. of the time. Yeah. 
Um, so your second rowers do tend to get more minutes, um, and you've got them running off um, one of the best um, players in the competition in Jonathan Thurston. So, you know, there's going to be chances, you would think, out wide, maybe if they're, one of them is aiming at Chase Stanley, for example, in the in the Canterbury back line, uh, would be a chance of getting through, making some metres and scoring a try or two. So, you know, I think Gavin Cooper and Ethan Lowe are both certainly very, very well worthwhile. He also asks Sammy Rajaraja's worth the risk. He's He's got quite... He'll make your money this week, but he needs to stay up with the high... Um, with these high points. Otherwise, he's going to drop off because uh, Supercoach go back three games, basically, three played games, and his first round was 127. So he'll get a nice bump this week regardless. But once that round doesn't play into his costings in the same way... Um, which will happen after his next game. Suddenly, his his cost could drop off. You could make money this week, and in two weeks' time, you might lose it all. Exactly. He's up against uh, Melbourne this week too, so he might come up a fair bit of resistance. Well, can you believe it? But Melbourne, who are notoriously one of the toughest teams to score supercage points against ever since we've been following this for years now, they, against centre and wingers, have been very poor. And he actually (laughs) has... um, a predictor on our predictor of ninety this week. So, wow. so he could he, it's definitely match up wise, and I think we've written about it quite extensively on the preview on the website www.supercoachpros.com. Match up wise, this week he could go large, and next week he's got an even better match up. So if he can continue the trend, if he can get on the park first of all, and if he plays the Warriors, well they've been they've they've leaked. <laughs> Even yes. more points to out to fast outside backs. So, you know, we could see a couple of big weeks and, of course, the fact that Parramatta, great buys set up. So it, it's a high cost, but that's the risk, is that to, to stay at that level, it could be high. But yeah, if he's if he's scoring in those big points, he could win you a match-up over Origin. Exactly. Um, now, that's a, a really great statement. Well done, Supercoach Pros, for... Um I have to say, coming up with the stat about Melbourne, that is a, a bit of a surprise, actually. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we'll see how Radra goes against them this week. It'll be very interesting to see. Stephen Rostivsky writes in, um, should I keep Tim Simona? Now, Simona, of course, out for a month, unfortunately doing an ankle injury in the um, Samoa-Tonga game. Um it's a tough one. The Tigers' great buy rounds, again, probably picked up by a number of owners, um, I'd assume, including Stephen, just recently. So it's always hard to let a guy go that you've only just picked up. Um, but his forecast isn't that great, um, to be honest, at, at, at the moment, with only sort of 30s to 40s in the next few weeks before he'll get back up into those 50s with better matchups after the Tigers' buy in round 12 which does suit him. Um, we're hearing that he'll probably miss round 13 against the Gold Coast, but he may be back for that. Round 12 is the Tigers' buy, so might fit in there. But the issue, Stephen, would be if in round 11 you're really like trying to scrape together a team and Simona was supposed to be one of your um, players that was going to help you out, and now that he's got to sit on your bench as well, you're going to have to pick someone else to let go, basically, um, because you Unless you want to just throw your round 11 game, you're probably going to want to at least pick 12 or 13 players that, that get your points in, in um, round 11. Always watch your matchups for State of Origin games, and we'll go into more detail when we get to round 11. But if you're playing an easier 
team that, that um, either hasn't been doing that well or has a lot of people on by themselves or origin players, you can get through with a lower score. But if your primary goal is those big scores, if you're going for the all-in prize or um, you're playing a, a tough matchup and you need the victory, then you do need to start planning from this week or hopefully you've already started planning and I think that you have by bringing Simona in. But Unless, unless you've got a second option of, of okay, Simona's going to sit on my bench, so whoever originally was going to sit on my bench, I can now trade out. Then Simona may be the one. Um, Pete, um, I guess, do you look at doing that? And if so, do you look at a guy like his teammate, um, Deloise Hoiter, a cheapie that looks like he's going to get some game time now as, as, a, as a replacement? Yeah, yeah. It's a tricky one, isn't it? Yeah, think about the predictor and what round he's going to come back. If he's going to, if you could say definitely that he's going to come back against the Titans, you'd be very, very tempted to hang on to him. And if it wasn't for Origin, I reckon you'd definitely hang on to him. Yeah. Um, it makes it tricky. Geez, you'd be tempted to go for the other young bloke, wouldn't you? Um, who you know is going to play. That is the thing. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. Around 9, 10, and 11, and then the bye around 12, you're sort of thinking, well, I've only actually missed three games, but although one yeah. of them is that big one in the bye, but. If he misses the 13 as well, and then you really start to think, oh, and and once you've held on to a guy for a while, it's hard, harder then to sort of let him go because you're not really too sure what's going to happen next. And and the trend's been all year of actually these players coming back early, as we talked about earlier in the yeah. show. Yeah, and that's the thing. And, and if he's been doing well for you, as you said, it's, it's hard to let him go as well. You know, it's not like he's been getting low numbers. He's been getting really good numbers. Mm. The predictor has him stepping back a bit from those numbers had he had he been playing. Yeah. So that, yeah, that, that might sway against, you. The, this week against the Roosters would have been a tougher one for yeah, him. Very tough. Um, so, so he may not have scored this week anyway. Um, I'm sort of on the middle of the road with this. I'm, I'll say keep him because yeah. we purely because we have seen that trend of him coming of players coming back early, and he may well be one of them. I think it's only a young bloke. Um, no, I think I'd keep him. That's a very, very good question. That excellent question. Yeah, and they're, they're the type of ones that you know it can be the difference between sort of a win or two, and and you know maybe making the playoffs, maybe making the top four, maybe even winning, you know, or getting into a winning position in the comp. And these are important questions that we try to solve with our armory of information and our um, our experts that help out on the website www.supercoachpros.com and one last question from at Dale the Ninja he's asking about five-eighths in particular who's got the better chance of high supercoach points um, when looking against opponents from rounds 9 to 13 he's looking at players like John Sutton or Corey Norman or Blake Austin guys that are going to play those five games well I tell you we ran the predictor through rounds 9 to 13 for Dale and um, even allowing for Thurston's missed Origin game round eleven, they, they he stands to score the most uh, points overall. Um, so he's yeah, you're probably looking at holding on to Thurston and going to miss him then. But Blake Austin is quite a clear second, so he's going to average just under sixty according to our predictor. He's got a couple of good matchups in round eleven where you really want some good scores from your players that are playing because you may not get seventeen all on the park, so you'll need every point you can get from those that are playing. And round 13, he's got eight. at all about Blake Austin, but the uh, 
people have been talking him up in the last few days after his good performance for City the other day as, uh, oh, that is an as a possible point. for Origin, particularly with Josh Reynolds missing. And that, you know, again, when you're trying to sort of... <laughs> to be honest, a couple of weeks ago, it's one that you couldn't really predict that Austin would be ah. in the names for Origin, and you'd be thinking, great, the Raiders are having... You know, they're playing round 11. He, you know, he's a guy I'm going to target. And suddenly he may not be there. So now you may, he's got a couple of weaker rounds coming up, but tougher matchups. So maybe you're holding on to him until the teams have been named because you can do the four trades in round 11. It's not something we necessarily recommend um, going out for all four because we want to keep trades for the end of the year. But obviously if you don't make any trades this week and you're pocketing him for round 11, then that's that's okay. But if, you, if, you, if you're going over one or even sometimes two at a time, you don't want to do the four. So that, there's a lot of uh, things now to consider. But Blake Austin, definitely better matchups rounds 11, 12 and 13. Not so good round nine and definitely not round 10. So Blake Austin, you're probably um, saying, OK, I like him, but maybe not just yet, particularly if he ends up getting named in origin. James Maloney is another one with some big... Um, Good matchups coming up, but again, he could be playing Origin even if he doesn't get named in Origin. Roosts at the buy around 11. Dylan Walker's an interesting one because he can play as a 5'8", even though he's a centre and winger, and uh, if he can get back on the park, he should have some good consistent numbers. Anthony Milford is another one who's been playing a lot better, and we expect an, an, a continuation of that rise, particularly if Darius Boyd plays. I think that will actually help Milford's um, game at 5'8". And Michael Morgan's also there. One, one guy who's not there, a little bit surprisingly, because he's been playing well, is Kane Elgy. He's a bit lower down, a couple of tougher matchups for him, and also the buy in round 11. But there's some interesting choices there. Mm. I think they're the sort of the, the best ones for you, Dale, um, to go from John Sutton and Corey Norman are, are buried a lot lower on that list. Um, I guess t- tougher matchups for them, and, and they haven't shown the consistency either, which, which affects their predictor. And that is just about it, Pete. Thank you. Um, we've got through a lot, of course, we missed last week, so basically two weeks' worth of info yeah. for you. That was a big show. No, no it was a, always a pleasure, Paul. And, uh, of course, Ryan and I will be doing the Sunday show. He'll be back on Sunday for the review show. And, Pete, we'll talk to you next Thursday for the next Roundtable podcast. Can't wait, mate. Should be great. Thank you for listening. And, of course, you can download us on the iTunes or at the website, www.supercoachpros.com. Bye now.